Welcome to the Wits Up podcast. Um, I'm actually going to get you to pronounce your name properly because I've got a feeling you've got one of those names that people don't say properly. I think most of the time I'll get all three of my names incorrect. It'll be like, <laughs> but the way to pronounce it is Tamsin Moana Veal. So like Tamsin as normal, Moana, kind of like the movie and then Veal, like the meat. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, a lot of the times I'll get Tasman Monavale, which is, I'm kind of used to it now, but yeah, Tamsin Moana Veal. Yeah. Moana. Yeah. I think I've always said Veal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, like, like the meat Veal. Yeah. <laughs> So, which is not always the, always the coolest thing to say, but I mean, it works. <laughs> and is Moana your middle name or have you a hyphenated last name? Hyphenated Moana is my mum's last name. So that's from the Māori side of my family. So mum's whole side of the family that comes in for the Moana part. And then dad is Veal. So hyphenated. My middle name is Panya, which is my auntie's name. So Panya. Yeah, Panya. P-A-N-I-A. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, so. and that's... Maori. Yep. But yeah. I'm saying Maori wrong. I <laughs> how do you say it? Maori. Like basically. Maori. Yeah. Like it's kind of like I don't know how to print, like describe the middle section. Like kind of rolls it a little bit. You roll the R a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not as great at saying it as obviously people that live in New Zealand, like all of them. But yeah. I do my best because Mum will get angry if I pronounce it wrong. <laughs> so you were born in New Zealand. Yeah. Born moved- in Christchurch. Oh, yeah. Christchurch. Yeah. And then moved to Australia when you were like five. Four or something. Yeah. Five. So pretty early. Like, yeah, we went to Bathurst. So just like three hours outside of Sydney, like country, New South Wales. Went there for a couple of years and Tassie for a couple of years and then back to Bathurst. And then, yeah, basically grew up mostly in Bathurst. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Christchurch, Bathurst and Tassie. Yeah. <laughs> Launceston. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was actually born in Launceston and yeah. then we moved to Hobart, the big smoke. Yeah. The big smoke. <laughs> The big smoke of Tassie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, yeah. Have you raced a bit in Tassie? A little bit. We raced at Devonport, um, what, like this year, February, I think it was. So, like, good to see Tassie again. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't changed a whole lot since no. I've been back. So, <laughs> I don't feel like I've missed too much. But, yeah, like, I liked growing up in primary school in Launceston, like, growing up around the gorge. So, my parents liked it. It reminded them a bit of New Zealand. So, yeah. Yeah. I liked growing up there. It was a good place. Quiet. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> little bit every time I go home it's like nothing Nothing. (laughs) still just as quiet oh I'm gonna say it wrong again (laughs) Maori no No. oh god um okay so that's from your mum's side so and excuse my ignorance but how much of the traditional side of things is stuck in your family? Um, Mum's side, like my grandfather is fully involved. My cousins who still live there, she and um, where are they living at the moment? Near Mount Monganui, they're in Tauranga. So they're around there and they're still pretty involved in it. Um, obviously us coming to Australia and my grandmother lives in, in Australia now as well. So um, I'm my family, like my me and my parents aren't super involved in it, which I think my mum probably <laughs> would prefer us to be a little bit more involved, but it's, yeah, a bit on the outside. But whenever we go back to New Zealand, like I've been back home a couple of times and like the whole family super welcoming. So yeah. yeah, they've been really good. And then um, when we went to New Plymouth, there's like the um, the Maori population and the family around there. They're, they were really welcoming when I went back a couple of years ago. So um, yeah, they're all just a lot of community spirit, which I really like. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah right so your 
when you go or if you go back, mm. it's not back to Christchurch. No. It's North Island now. Um, sometimes. It depends who we go and see. Yeah. Um, I don't really tend to get back that much. Um, Mum and Dad still have got a few friends in Christchurch. They like going back there. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't been back. Probably the last time we went back to like around where Mum grew up was quite a while ago. It would have been like 15 or something like that. And that was yeah. probably the first time I really experienced like more of the culture there. And that was like... It definitely interesting a bit of a like a shock for me I guess because I just hadn't had any real involvement in it so yeah right yeah that was really cool like um went to like the Marai and all that and that was just really into it so to it's the like what? the family yeah. so <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh, the family like meeting house basically and then um my great auntie I think had died at the time so that's why we went back home which is not a nice reason to go back home I guess but, but it brings um, families yeah. together again and yeah. it's just like everybody all sleeps in the same place like they had all the traditional everything burials food like it was just so many people and they're all part of the family mum's like this is your cousin this is your cousin this is an auntie and I was like oh my god wow but yeah it's cool so you got quite a big family then yeah I don't know quite a lot of them like I have yeah. a few um obviously immediate cousins but then there's just like the whole the rest of them <laughs> yeah which is cool and you've got quite a few brothers and sisters no it's just no. me oh. yeah only child oh really yeah do you, I was just looking at you because I was like I'll just have a look at your website a little yeah. bit and I just saw a photo of you yeah with... my cousins yeah ah. yeah although one of them looks a lot like me and my auntie looks like exactly like my mother so when I went and visited them a couple of years ago um if I'd be walking around like with my auntie when my cousin was at school a lot of people were coming up to be like oh Kiriana I'm like no that's that's my younger cousin, but yeah, oh, right. even like, even my, even from like the side profile or something, my uncle accidentally yelled at me because my cousin was supposed to be a swimming and I was just sitting at home and he's walked in the door, saw me and thought I was my cousin. It was like, Kiana, you're supposed to be at swimming. And I was like, kind of turned. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, she's at swimming. It's fine. I was yeah, like, no, right. not me. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so when you moved to Australia, it was just your immediate family. Yep. Plus your grandmother. Yeah, well, my yeah. grandmother moved. She's like, I think she was originally born in Australia. I'm not sure. But she, <laughs> yeah, she's in Parramatta and my uncle lives there. So um, my mum and my uncle moved to, uh, my uncle's in Sydney with some of his family and yeah. then mum moved here. But my other auntie is back in New Zealand. So Right. Yeah. I remember a few years ago having an argument with someone about you because it was, <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. it, it was confusing because you're, you're wearing a black um suit yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah and we knew that you were originally from New Zealand yeah and I had called you Australian and, yeah and they're like no no no, she races for New Zealand and this <laughs> went on for ages that we had to actually google it because they'd convinced me that yeah, you were racing for New Zealand because <laughs> of the black suit yeah my two times you suit yeah. yeah I do I like I always race I like I like racing in black it's like it's my favorite color obviously but <laughs> I like yeah, obviously a race for Australia, like happy, like yeah. more than happy to represent Australia. I grew yeah. up here, like I spent pretty much, I'm probably more Australian than yeah. anything. I've been here since I was five, so yeah, like feel very Australian. Yeah, wait, black is your favourite colour? I do like the colour. I just everything just matches black. I oh, I've got a lot of black. <laughs> I never thought works, that I would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, I've always. I think when I was younger, Mum was always like try and like experiment with different colours and it'd be like black and then dark grey. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't really work. <laughs> yeah. it, but. It's and I've had people say this to me because I wear a lot of black and yeah. I don't know if it's a Melbourne thing, yeah. or, but it's just because it's just easy to go with yeah, anything. It, like yeah, you can. It like, doesn't like clash. I don't know. I'm not yeah. big into fashion. If I wear different coloring things, people are like that just doesn't work. I'm not not fashionable. <laughs> You're not big into fashion. Surprising, I know. I mean, look how fashionable I am. No, no, but I mean that sincerely. Like, <laughs> you, you you wear funky clothes and stuff. 
Maybe not bone Maybe that's like thank you or like No, definitely. Well, I like it, but then have a look at me. So I'm probably not the greatest person to be uh yeah (laughs) saying that you're fashionable. I'll I'll take that as a compliment. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I feel like I I like I always like looking at other people wearing cool things. I always get like jealous of people that can pull off really cool clothes. I'm like, oh I wish I could wear that. Then I like try and roll up wearing something like it and then kind of like in front of my own room in my own room, like dress up like yeah, 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 this is cool. Like walk out there, I'm like, I'm gonna go get changed and put my trackies back on. (laughs) (laughs) So Brett says, so Brett's uh, 11 years older than me. Yeah, I'm 36, nearly 37. (laughs) But I constantly think that I'm like a 25 year old, and he's like. are you sure that's for yeah. adults, what you wear? Yeah. Like, oh, it just fits nice. I don't yeah. know. He's like, no. when did you become a yeah. skater, skater girl? Yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to recapture my youth without even realising. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I don't know. I see, like, young kids or, like, 15-year-olds now, and I always think I'm still, like, 18. I walk out and I see, like, what they're wearing. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely, like, 24. Like, it's just, I even I feel old now. It's like, Are you 24? Yeah, 24. I feel old. So. Shut your face. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel, I feel, sometimes I feel like I'm 18 then I'll go like, well, my, it was a couple of years ago, but um, went and saw one of my friends back home and her sister was like 18, 17. And I was like, hanging around with them. I was like, I'm definitely not 17 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I like it. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. 24. I can't remember what I was doing when I was 24. <laughs> Far out. Doing something stupid. Yeah. I'm just going to get you to move the microphone Oops, a little sorry. bit, just a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Okay, well, we've covered fashion. We've yeah. covered the history of where you grew up. Let's talk about, um, and like I was saying to you beforehand, we don't talk too much about triathlon yeah. because I want people to get to know who you are. <laughs> and you're more than just a swim, bike, run person. Hopefully. Sometimes oh, sometimes I wonder where my hobbies are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people are like, what do you do for fun? I'm like um, beach and coffee. They're like, don't you do that part of your life? I'm like, yeah, but I don't like coffee. I like the beach. Yeah, well, but, it's true. Yeah. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, this may happen quite a bit yeah. because I've learned since becoming pregnant that pregnancy brain is a very real thing and it's doing my head in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so back to – I do want to just talk about how you got into triathlon. Yep. You, you started in swimming? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I swam a little bit. Like, basically, I think as soon as I moved to Australia, my parents were like – think all around the hype like you're in Australia now you have to learn to swim it's like a thing you have to learn yeah. to be able to swim so um they, I don't think they expected me to get fully involved into swimming but like grew up and then just started doing squads and stuff like that and it was always naturally competitive my parents weren't they weren't pushy but they were like if you want to compete then you have to train hard like we're not gonna support you to go to races if you don't want to do the work beforehand so always had like from them was always like had a bit of the work ethic and then yeah. grew up around swim clubs and then a few of them started doing triathlon and they're like oh you should give it a go like always did well at school level cross country but not seriously and then would be in about 14 or 15 then the local tri club in Bathurst had like a duathlon which interestingly enough didn't have any swimming in it but they yeah, were I was like, gonna say yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah they were like oh you should come do that like if you you know if you win it then you can go do the P and triathlon I was like oh yeah like, all right so naturally kind of a good run and obviously you have like the fitness room swimming which like was quite handy so I ended up winning and then fam friends like yeah yeah come to come to Nepean and then um went there did like their super enticer swim I think it was like a 150 meter swim like 5k bike maybe like 1500 meter run which yeah for me was perfect and yeah and up winning it and then um the Sydney Junior Triathlon Academy with McDelmont was there and they're like oh yeah like you, you know should come do a trial period with us like how many how long have you been doing triathlon I was like 
today (laughs) so um yeah so they end up doing a trial with them and getting a bit more involved in that and then found out I was better at triathlon than I was at swimming so went from like never really making any state teams in swimming and just trying to train really hard to like you know you're getting into triathlon like winning stuff and it's like well this is a lot better yeah yeah. so winning is awesome yeah (laughs) like yeah and so they started from there and then started doing really well through school um obviously in Bathurst and then the cycle club in Bathurst was actually really strong yeah um and so I did like a lot of cycling with them. I did a little bit of, if I wanted to learn how to draft and get my drafting license, I did it with the track, like all the track juniors. And they were obviously a lot more skilled, a lot more confident than me, but I did a bit of track, just not on like a steep velodrome, just like a concrete velodrome yeah. and learn how to draft with like the younger kids there. And that was really good for me. So yeah, yeah. And the, yeah the cycle club in Bathurst is really good. So yeah, got into it through that and then start doing really well <laughs> yeah i've seen you on the vel- on a steep velodrome oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know your stuff on the velodrome I, li- I do like it i think if i was to go against actual track cyclists <laughs> i'd be probably quite embarrassed like they're just next level but i yeah i really liked it it's like one of my favorite things i like short sprints and the first time i went on that velodrome in canberra it was like i was I hadn't been there the week before and the girls were like going up and down it's like oh my god I can't do this but um eventually just got into it and I had a lot of fun I really liked it looks awesome yeah it's like yeah (laughs) the first time I was on it I was like I was pretty sure I had to ride really hard the whole time just to stay up on the velodrome but eventually like figured out you could ride a little bit slower though yeah yeah it was cool just getting the the, if you got the drop right it was really cool so Mm. yeah I enjoyed I had a lot of fun (laughs) yeah it's it's really cool but I can totally imagine it would be scary to begin with because it's so steep yeah it's surprisingly steep you kind of like stand in it's not that bad and then you get up to the top you're like oh my god yeah yeah I fun yeah so what do you reckon your strength is now to swim bike run um hopefully well I think my run just has got a I've had a lot of injuries for a long time. Like I had quite a few stress fractures and just niggles constantly. So um, it's probably like been about a year and a half now. I've been back running without any injuries. I've had a couple of niggles here and there like um, a couple of years ago, but um, the last six months has been like consistent running. So hopefully that's like going to produce dividends at the end of it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Usually it's my run. Like it was always something that I had um, kind of in the background. Um, Swim sometimes it's really good sometimes it's, it's unreliable <laughs> which is annoying sometimes I'll have really good swims and I'm like yeah, yeah I'm a great swimmer and then other times I'll be like oh I need to go back swimming so yeah. yeah um yeah and I think just like confidence on the bike in some of the bigger races is something I just got to work on um other than that like it's not always the pace that gets me just the trying to be in the right positioning I know yeah. where I'm supposed to be I just got to get myself to do it yeah right but yeah but that comes with experience and yeah. racing and yeah, racing with um, other athletes who know what they're doing yeah. as well. Because how many WTS races have you done? Because you've done a lot of the World Cup yep. series. Yeah. yeah, I've done, I think how many I've done, I've done like four, I think. Yeah. Um, first one was in Stockholm, like 2013. <laughs> I had a really bad swim and it was just a long day from yeah, there. Right. Auckland, I had a really good swim and then it was just not, I don't know what happened on the bike. It just all fell apart. It's like yeah. my first race of the season. It was just like, oh, this is too much. And then I did Gold Coast and it was a bit better, like a bit more, a bit more back into it. Just, I tried to get like into a bit of a slightly easier bike course just so I could get used to racing at that level where the girls are just a bit more like aggressive and with positioning and stuff so that was better that went a bit better and then Leeds was my last test, and that was a bit of a disaster oh really that's all right I was just 
like experience. So this year I just do a lot of World Cups and then try and focus on like improving those things and then before I step back into WTS racing. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the big goal for you? Um, obviously like in the long term it's always like Olympics is always like there in the back yeah. of mine. Um kind of the last year it's basically being injury free. Like that's yeah. been my main goal. It just I haven't had since like pretty much started like two thousand eleven is and as an elite junior, I haven't had more than like six or eight months without an injury. So yeah, right. um my last one last major injury now is like to middle of two thousand sixteen. So it's been a while now, so like yeah. yeah, and so back full running um, since yeah for like a year now I guess, um, and then picking it up. So that was my initial goal, just to be injury free for an entire season. So yeah, I achieved that last year, which was nice. First well, that's that's promising for, yeah. for the future for sure, because yeah. you probably haven't been in this position. No, <laughs> for, yeah, yeah for I haven't had a base in a long time. I just haven't yeah. like always sort of like was injured and then you're trying to come back into the speed work as you're coming into race season so yeah exciting to have a bit of a base um doing a lot of yeah, a lot more mileage so hopefully that's um now I have, like I can run longer <laughs> so now yeah. I'm just bringing in speed now so hopefully I can run faster yeah but yeah gotta work on not going out too hard because I have a habit of just <laughs> just like still racing like a junior just going like full gas and then blowing up the yeah the right fun <laughs> one day I just won't blow up hopefully <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. one day it'll just all come yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. No worries. Yeah. You'll fin- cross that finishing line and be yeah. like, oh, oh, done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I'll go this tape yeah. thing. Is that, is that what you do? Yes. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you're now working with Danielle yep. Stefano yep. with, how do you Hello pronounce Yeah. Hello yeah. I'm like, what does it mean? Yeah. And, well, there's a bit of a story behind yeah, it, but it's, think... it's all very random. And yeah. I, I love it. It's cool. Speed. I think she told me, and now I've completely forgotten. So I feel bad. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> That's right. We'll look it up. And yeah. We'll talk about it later. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. But so when you've been in squads previously, you've worked with a lot of other yeah. women. But there's not many. Well, at the moment, you would be the only because yeah. Kate's not doing a whole bunch yeah. of training. She's pregnant. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kids want everything. Yeah. Um, so you're doing a lot of training with with the guys. Yeah. How's it's that? It's actually been really good. I was like a little unsure how I'd go. Obviously, coming from like a big squad with a lot of girls, but. Um, um, before I moved to the bigger squad, I trained pretty much by myself. So it's yeah. almost like going back to that. And then Marcel, no matter what happens, is always going to be ahead of me. So like if he yeah. can be having a bad day and it just means maybe I'm a little bit closer. So um, like it's good to try and challenge myself to keep up with him for like as long as possible. So um, no, it's been really good. And like having, he's always pretty motivated and Danielle is always motivated. So it's actually been good to train and I can just focus on myself which has actually been a nice change but yeah yeah, no it's been going really well and having like the boys there's always someone to chase like you're never going to catch them so yeah it's always good yeah I like it yeah Yeah, that's cool I've done most of my training the past with guys yeah yeah it's good it is good like it's a change I didn't know how I'd go but like it's surprisingly easy (laughs) yeah yeah I guess but, it, but it also comes down to, I guess, personalities as well. Yeah. Male or female, doesn't matter. It's yeah. how you blend in with yeah, yeah. that and person. Like it was good with like, especially when we had a lot of the internationals with the previous squad and like you'd be able to train together, but you didn't have to compete for spots. I think that was the best thing. So everybody would be a bit more supportive of each other. Yeah, so right. yeah, that was probably good. But now um, I don't have to compete with anybody in my squad for yeah. spots, which is yeah. <laughs> which is quite nice. But um, yeah, it's, it's good. I like it. Change is good anyway. Yeah, it's always yeah. good. Like I was in one space for like seven years, which seems like a really long time. Well, when um, you're 24, yeah. that is a yeah. very big <laughs> chunk of your life. Yeah, basically <laughs> like left school. Like, well, I finished school, would have been 17, then went overseas and 
just kind of went junior on 23 years through there. So, um, yeah, it's good change, um, yeah. something different. So, and obviously I really like Melbourne, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> it's good to go somewhere that's busy rather than, I don't know if I could have gone from Melbourne to somewhere smaller, I probably couldn't cope, but yeah, from yeah. somewhere slightly smaller to Melbourne has been really nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you plan on, well, I don't know when I'll actually publish this, yeah. this podcast. So you'll probably be in Girona yeah. when we publish this. But then once you leave Girona again, will you? So you'll come back to Melbourne. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. that'd be the plan. Um, I might at the end when at the end of a stay in Girona, um, probably go to the UK. I'll go to Loughborough, see my boyfriend there for a little bit, spend a bit of time with him there, and then hopefully be back in time for something like Noosa. So yeah, yeah I just like racing Noosa. It's just a good atmosphere up there. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like draft, non-drafting, sorry, non-drafting races isn't really my strength. So like, I feel like the pressure's taken off, but it's good fun. I can just push myself and it doesn't really like matter for me in the end, yeah. but yeah, I really like it. It's good. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I'll come back to Melbourne, which would be, I'm looking nice. forward to that. <laughs> Um, your boyfriend's where did you say? Loughborough in so it's like it's like <laughs> Midlands, so it's like Nottingham and like Leicester and all that, and he's oh. kind of in there. So there's like another training squad in there. So that's how I met him, um, myself and Natalie Vancouver. And we went to the UK in 2016 for like the London and Liverpool try, and we just needed yep. somewhere to stay in between that. Um, so we trained with the LTPC, which is like the Loughborough Academy up there. Um, people uh, like Jody Stimson, like Sophie Caldwell up there. Yep. So um, we went and trained with them, and then met my boyfriend there. So ended up like yeah, yeah so right. So he's a triathlete. Used to be a triathlete. Ah. He's now a coach. He's actually Lucy Hall's brother. So, oh. yeah, there's like a connection there, but that's not how we met. <laughs> yeah, but right. Yeah. So, yeah, he coaches um, up there, so that's good. Yeah, right. How does the long distance thing go? Um, <laughs> it's actually all right. Like, I speak to him quite reg- like pretty much every day, so it's yeah. hard. I don't love being away from him, but when I'm in Europe, he can come and see me on then, yeah. like, Loughborough. So it's especially good last year, so um, I just had needed somewhere to go for the latter half of the year, and like, he just had obviously has his own place in the UK. So yeah. that was nice for me to go somewhere like safe and secure. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, so, right. I like the UK. It's a bit cold, so... But that's right. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit rainy, but I'll survive. Uh, well, I mean, dude, you're living in Melbourne as yeah. well. Like, it's not like it's always sunshine <laughs> yeah. here, surprisingly. It's actually been really good. I thought it was oh. like expecting it to rain like every second day. Like the first couple of months I was here, it was just like 40 degrees. I was like, what is this? It, it can but, get crazy yeah, hot yeah. here. Stifling hot. Yeah, yeah. I, like I really, yeah, I was expecting it to be a lot worse, but I, like I had my um, wind trainer at home in case I needed it, but I haven't actually needed to use it. So yeah. it's been great. It's, and yeah. I love this time of year, autumn. It's yeah. like those crispy mornings yeah. and then the sun comes out and it's <laughs> just stunning. I love and the colour of it. I don't know. Just everything's crisp. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. I, the only thing I don't like is when it's like cold and dark in the mornings. Yeah. But I mean, I, I like riding. I like riding when the sun's coming up and then it just feels really cool. Like, yeah. yeah. And especially like on Beach Road in Melbourne with all the cyclists, it's just the cyclist time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You can't, yeah, yeah. Can't go wrong. Peep cyclists though on Beach Road need to learn to talk quieter, myself included, because um, it it would be just so loud. For yeah. Like the normal person doesn't want to be woken up no. at six o'clock yeah. in the morning. You know. But like, oh, I think um, a friend of mine actually she uh, works as a physio and one of the I think patient or somebody that she worked with. Um, is out in near uh, um, Frankston, and yeah. some of the bunches will go through there, and she's like, oh. 
those like those packs of cyclists come through yelling and waking me up I'm like oh whoops yeah <laughs> probably us that would be me. yeah, <laughs> sorry yeah. about that but yeah I yeah. think yeah <laughs> hopefully on beach road you're probably used to it by now but still That's not the thing. great yeah. yeah yeah it's not great but if you're living on beach road you kind of know yeah. the drill sort of thing yeah, yeah. A sat- a saturday saturday mornings is cool on beach road i don't know if you'd want to do any like specific efforts but if you want to go for a ride there's just i can't believe the number of bunches and then the bunches are like combined and like 100 people go past it's like oh my god yeah the first yeah. year we had ironman melbourne here yeah. and there was like a lot of the um international athletes coming over and like yeah. some solid strong athletes who would go out for their an hour spin yeah. or whatever and they're like well, i've never had yeah. 30 people sit on my wheel yeah they I'm i like, know i think when i first in the first couple of weeks in but when i was getting annoyed actually because i was like why are these random people just sitting on me and then after a couple of weeks it was me sitting on people and i was like oh no it's fine they'll be yeah. fine and then yeah. these guys like on their full decked out kits have got like race wheels on i'm like you've got more money on that bike than I would race on, but it's all right. Oh, yeah. But yeah, some of them, I was watching one of the bunches, they just happened to go around a, a roundabout and one of the guys just slid out, like, full oh. nice kit, race wheels, like, everything. And I was like, that's a lot of money, just, yeah. like, on the road right there. I was like, I'm glad that's not me. But, yeah. Yeah, imagine yeah. how much coin would be out there on a Saturday oh, so morning. Right. They're just, I can't believe the number of people. I'm surprised there's not as, like, I haven't really seen any crashes. Like, I'm sure there is. Like, I've seen in saying that I saw a girl not that long ago, I kind of rode past. I think she'd clipped a wheel or something, but yeah. she was like she was fine. But there was the first crash or stack I'd seen on Beach Road, which, yeah, right. considering the number of people, was yeah. pretty impressive. Like I'm sure there is a lot of crashes, but you don't really see it considering the skill difference. Sometimes, like you'll see these guys at the front of the pack on these like nice bikes, like absolutely hammering, and there'll be old mate on the back, like in sand shoes. You're like, I don't, I don't think that's safe. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> Well, that's the worst thing about like the hell ride. You've got, oh. you know, the first 20 or whatever 30 yeah. people are proper cyclists who know what yeah. they're doing. And then you've got the hanger on honorers who are chewing on the handlebars, yeah. just trying to hold a wheel. And that's when yeah. accidents happen when they're trying to hold 50k an hour. Yeah, and, it's just yeah. nuts. Like, yeah. they, I do the North Road ride sometimes, and just they'll go. I got caught out the first time. I didn't realize they literally just full gas from the get go. Um, it's a six a.m. bunch, and like the front guys will go through a green, but it's pretty much single file. So by the time it gets to me, it's like orange, and then we're kind of around there, like, do we break? Like, yeah. who's going around? And like, if it's orange, you'll kind of have to go through. But like for me, I'm like, it's not not worth the risk. So I'll slow down, and the bunch will just be gone. I'm like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'll just and then they're like there's couples stopping around like oh we'll time trial back on I'm like I can barely hang on when we were there I'm not time trialing anywhere yeah. <laughs> it's over yeah go. <laughs> just gonna chill out home like, yeah. I'll take a shortcut like pop back out and then they'll come flying past again I'm like oh hey guys yeah <laughs> yeah no it's yeah, good right. I'm going to interrupt our chat with Tamsin for just a second to let you know about the Ironman Asia Pacific Championships in Cairns now I've been to quite a few races across this globe and one of the best courses has to be here. Once you hit that coastal road and wind your way up from Cairns to the beautiful Port Douglas, you are smacked in the face by the rainforest on one side and the Pacific Ocean on the other. Take it all in, of course, while you're riding, but don't let it distract you uh, from the road ahead. Now, Wits Up is pretty pumped to be heading to this event again this year. As a rumor has it, the pro field is shaping up to be super strong and currently the 70.3 is at about 50% female participation, which is unreal. The Ironman was also voted number one globally in overall satisfaction. So get involved. Entries still available online. 
I want to go back to um, you mentioned that you're quite a competitive person. Yeah. You were like growing yeah. up and everything. Do you reckon, did you get that from your mum or your dad? I don't know. Probably. I don't. Probably my mum. I guess my my dad probably does a bit more continuation of sport at the moment, but I think he actually enjoys it. Whereas yeah. my mum always has the little competitive side. I think even now she gets competitive with me. She'll be like <laughs> random people I've never heard of, and she'll be like, "Oh, this person did this." I'm like, "Mum, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, right. It's nothing to do with me." But she's like, "Oh, she." I think probably mum's more competitive. I yeah. think, but yeah, I think they're just big on like make sure you do the work. Like you can't. Yeah, like okay. when I was younger, obviously you like growing up, you know, you're 16, and you're like, "Oh, I'm not getting the results." life's unfair mum and dad are like well you didn't train this week so that's your fault I'm like oh right okay yeah, right. fair enough so they were always like very very supportive like they drove me everywhere like did everything like they'd drive me to swimming at like ridiculous hours of the morning but they were always like if you don't put in the work then you can't expect the results so yeah cool. yeah for yeah, them they were always will support you no matter what as long as you're willing to put in the work so yeah yeah which is always like I think it was good for me. Like it means I didn't expect if I didn't train or didn't put in the effort, then I wouldn't just be there like, oh, I don't like I deserve this. I'd be like, no, yeah. you have to work in order to get that. So yeah, yeah. I think it was good for me. <laughs> well, it's a good life lesson yeah. regardless of sport. Yeah. Did you ever do any part-time work, hospitality, like anything like um, that? No, for, like fortunately I didn't have to. I also went to school my my bus trip took me about an hour each way so oh, really? it was a bit, yeah I went I lived in Bathurst went to school in Orange so Hi. struggled a bit with that um so fortunately I didn't have to um which was nice so yeah. I also didn't couldn't complain then <laughs> anytime <laughs> like my friends were like oh I've got to go to work I'm like oh I have to train they were like shut up yeah <laughs> so yeah but um, a, lot, a couple of years ago, I did a little bit of social media stuff for the bike shop in Wollongong, which was really good. I really enjoyed that. It was just part time. But yeah. Um, yeah, I did still did. My dad was pretty big on making sure I do, did like schoolwork, education, stuff like that. So yeah. still do a bit of online um, university through Open Universities Australia at the moment. So oh, I've got to cool. do that myself. And then um, all through school, mum and dad were like, if you don't work, but you have to train hard and then you have to study hard. Like we want good results. Like they were pretty adamant. They did took school pretty seriously for them so yeah, they're right. like you can't just train and do nothing else like if you you either train and work or you train and do like study really hard so yeah yeah I did did that which is nice yeah. what, what yeah. are you studying I'm doing marketing at the moment so um through opening I think it's through Swinburne at the moment so it's pretty much at the moment it's only like one subject at a time and especially with Danielle it's a lot more flexible she's a bit more flexible with how I do it but it's just yeah. don't have time to go into the university physically and do yeah, it which yeah I think I did it the first year when I was in Wollongong went to the University of Wollongong so um we did like mostly full it was nearly full time I think we did like three subjects a semester or something but um it just got really hard like I'd be going to classes like 8 p.m at night and then just trying to show up for training the next day and just yeah. not really coming like leaving swimming early to try and get to a tute and then like running into there late and then yeah. leaving anyway so um yeah it just didn't quite work out but online seems to work out all right and like you just have to be motivated on top of it really yeah. so that's yeah. right so do you have the mindset of, um, and you're only young, you know, 24, obviously, but <laughs> when are you going to retire? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> when, like, do you have the mindset of, I want to have something to back yeah. me up. So when I do say yeah. triathlon's over, I've got something to, I guess, fall back yeah. on. If you want a bit, a bit of yeah. And I mean, like mum and dad have been really good about that. Like um, they both wanted me to keep it up, which I like agreed with and have something to fall back on. Um, it's still 
taking its sweet time to finishing yeah. it. And I like if when I eventually do finish, I probably have like a year left of uni, but at least it'll be over and done with yeah. really quick. Um, probably looking back, maybe should have done a few more. I got a little bit like, you know, when you're 18, 19, you're like, oh, just I'll, don't worry, I'll come back to it later. But um, now I'm trying to make sure I'm more consistent with at least doing one subject yeah. all the time. So um, my next like I'll do a semester on semester off um, with the Open University of Australia. So um, end of May, my next subject starts, which I can't remember what I've signed up for right now, which is probably not a great thing, but <laughs> it, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, something to fall back on and then yeah. get a job. Like, yeah, I can't see me doing long course at the end of traveling once I to use over. I just, I don't, I, I like, I just think I'd get injured over 42K running and then yeah. just like 180K on the bike just seems so mentally hard. And I just, yeah, yeah I like ITU. I like on off. I'd love to give like cross try yeah, a go. That'd be, cool. that'd be really fun, but I don't think I have the skill level to compete with some of those girls. So probably more on the fun side, but yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, you fun. never know. See how it goes. I'd like to give yeah. a half Ironman a crack one day, maybe not anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, full Ironman just seems like such so mentally difficult, and I just I think it'd be so hard. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it's a different beast. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, in exactly. Maybe five, yeah. 15, fifteen years or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. 10 years time, maybe like, yeah, I'm doing Ironman, doing Ultramans. Extra, extra long. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you're the kind of person that needs to have I, I shouldn't say just because it's not just swim, bike, run. Yeah. This is a lot involved in being an elite athlete. But do you feel like you need to have something to keep you mentally stimulated? Yeah. So like the study and everything yeah. as well? I've always liked having that outside of it. Like I think when you're trying to obviously go full into the sport, it's hard to have too much of a distraction. But I do like having something a bit on the outside to distract me. I get bored. Yeah. Just got to learn to find things I like to do, I guess. So, yeah, yeah it's, I think it's a good distraction. I think it's good for me. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> Were you the kind of kid at school that would get distracted quite easily? Um, I didn't think so. <laughs> but I, I did talk a lot at school. So I think that's mostly – I didn't really get in that much trouble with both my parents, especially my mum was like – get in trouble <laughs> so yeah, right. I think I was more scared of getting trouble from my mum than misbehaving so oh, really? yeah. <laughs> so um yeah I think yeah I was fine I, like I think I was tired like because I'd have training in the morning and then that'd probably be the only thing otherwise I'd probably be a little bit hyper but yeah yeah other than that it's fine yeah right what was your <laughs> favorite subject um, PE doesn't count I didn't actually do PE in my last couple of years, like, of oh, school. I did, well, like, yeah. history because I did so much of sport. I was yeah. like, I don't want to study more of it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think my last year, I actually weirdly liked economics. I had a really good teacher. I had a really good, like, class. We had a smallish class. So yeah. um, I had some, like, good friends in there. And then I just really – I just really liked it. I thought it was really yeah. interesting. It was something I had to work at, though. So, yeah, um, right. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it though, weirdly yeah. enough. The first year I did it, year, like second last year of school, like, you know, year 12, year 11, year 12, you do like the two, so like two years of that subject. The first year I really struggled, yeah. um, got distracted probably a bit too much. And then my last year, I sort of got more into it and then started to really enjoy it. So Yeah, yeah right. But the teacher makes a massive yeah. difference. Yeah, she know. was really good. And my, we had the school as ours at Kinross. They had um, teacher mentors and my biology teacher ended up being um, the mentor that I was like given or chosen. I can't remember exactly how it worked. Yeah. But she was really good. And like she was, I think we had meetings like every two weeks or something. Just didn't really do too much, but she was just kind of on top of it. And she was also really good. So I had some really good teachers the last couple of years. I was at school especially. So I, yeah. Like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I did well at school, I guess. So that probably helped. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. 
And I also helped my principal. I think don't think he's principal there anymore. Um, he did triathlon as well. Uh, he went to like age group world, so oh, he was okay. very supportive of what I did. Yeah, right. So yeah, I liked it. I think he. I think it was Emma Carney when I was like year nine or so, like sixteen or something. He got her as like a special guest to come to the school, and so yeah. she definitely won't remember that. But I remember it, and it was cool. <laughs> I was like the only person in the school that actually cared who she was. Yeah, right. yeah. I was the only one doing triathlon. Everybody yeah, else yeah. was like, "Who is she?" Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, oh my god, it's Emma Carney. But yeah. She kind of got a cool story for anyone. Yeah, like, yeah, she, it really? was cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. speaking of Emma Carney and just people, I guess you look up to. Yeah. Well, even now, but especially as a kid. Yeah. Were there any like? I did like obviously like Snowy and all that were like yeah. bigger like ever. I still remember like. Emma Snow, so we'll definitely, Emma Fredino, we'll definitely not remember it, but my first ever Junior Worlds, um, I just happened to be going for my pre-race run and she just like ran past the other way and was like looking good. And for me, as like a first year at a Worlds. I was just so excited. I was like, I can't believe she like spoke to me. And like it just sort of like made me feel like, or as in a, like as a, it spoke to me as a junior going, like even when you're elite, even like saying one or two words to like someone just makes such a big difference. And for her, she won't even remember it. But for me, it like, it's Aww. like something that stands out. And like people like, you know, Erin Densham, I always really liked watching her race. I thought she was like kind of cool, a little bit like quirkier yeah. than the others, yeah, which yeah. I liked a lot. So yeah. And then obviously like growing up racing as a junior, we always had like Ash Gentle, like Emma Jackson. They were just like a couple years older and just like a step ahead. So I remember like me and Ellie Salthouse when we were juniors, there'd be like those girls, like um, Holly Aitken when she was racing, yeah. like Ash Gentle and Jackson, they'd be like this group ahead than me and Ellie just trying to keep up. We'd be at like Runaway Bay and just being like them and then us two like, oh my God, yeah. like in the A final, just looking up to them, trying to keep up with them. So that was really like really motivating for us. And then you see obviously like, yeah, Aaron and like all the, all the, like, all the big names doing really well. So yeah. yeah, it was really cool. But I was like probably my athlete like sporting hero I guess um yeah. was always like Mark Cavendish was cycling I just really liked him ever since I was like yeah started getting into triathlon even though yeah, he's right. a cyclist I just liked watching him race yeah cool. I thought he was really cool yeah. yeah and he had like a loud mouth and like used to back chat so I liked it I thought it was cool personality <laughs> yeah we need more of that in triathlon, yeah <laughs> I think yeah. yeah he was cool like watching the sprints so yeah. yeah what about outside of um uh sport and stuff were there like were you so I've, I've spoken about this on the podcast before that, and we we alluded to this earlier that I'm 30, nearly 37 <laughs> and I forget that you guys are so much younger than me and most of my references and quotes and all that kind of stuff, none of you guys get that. Uh, you guys, cause, like I mean like the ITU athlete yeah. young, because you're all like mid-20s <laughs> fetuses basically. Um, so any of my references won't mean anything to you, but like, do you remember, I always love the question, you know, did you have any posters on your wall as a kid, non-sport related? Like mine were all like friends and yeah. way, way, way back, back, Beverly Hills, 90210, the original series, not this new stuff. I think like, I like weirdly enough, like I always really liked like The Simpsons. Like it's kind of what I didn't, wasn't allowed to watch it when I was younger. Mum and dad, like initially when you're younger, they were like, no, 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 you can't watch that, can't watch that. And then they had a family friend who had the box sets of The Simpsons and then they were I was allowed to borrow it and then they eventually just like, I'd watch it. So like, I get that. <laughs> I don't really know what I looked up to. You, probably, you can't really look up to The yeah. Simpsons. That's a really stupid thing to say. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, well, no, like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> But that's what I watched a lot. I'm trying to think what I really got into. I liked reading a lot. Like when I was younger, I was really into reading, like being an only child. Yeah. I just, yeah. Um, I don't really know. Who are you reading? 
I can't even yeah. remember right now. There was like, um, oh my God, there was like these, it sounds like I really liked, it sounds, it sounds so weird, but like, this is, it's like Aragorn, it was like this kid, this dragon book, it's like Aragorn series, I don't know, I just really liked that, and then there was another one, there was like a wolf one, which when I was younger was like really cool, um, yeah. I think it was called like a wolf brother or something, that's what it was, I don't know, yeah, sounds yeah. really, it was actually really interesting. Yeah, I'm sure, hey, yeah. <laughs> vampires and wolves are all yeah. the rage these days. Oh, so. I, yeah, I definitely got into the Twilight books when I was like, it was just the perfect age for me. I was like 15 when it came yeah, out. Right. So like for our age group, it was just made for us. So yeah. yeah. And then you're getting older and watching Gossip Girl and Gossip Girl and things like that. So, which is probably not as good of an influence, but it's fun. It's, I've yeah. watched all of Gossip Girl. I love Gossip Girl. It's just such a <laughs> stupid thing. Just yeah. Like it's, yeah, you one of those yeah. guilty pleasure kind yeah, of Yeah, I can't rewatch it though because like I feel like I get too invested in it. So every time I've rewatched the season, I know what's coming and then I don't want to watch it because I'm like, no, no, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, I was always Chuck Bass, 100%. Oh, <laughs> really? Team Chuck Bass? Team Chuck Bass, Team Blair. I thought Serena was too airy-fairy. I liked I liked the little boss side of Blair. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and, you know, Chuck, he mellowed a little bit. Yeah. You know, as the yeah, series the went on. One. Yeah. Do you know I when I went to, when Breddy and I went to New York mm-hmm. at Christmas New Year's last year, we stayed at the Empire Hotel. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that would be so yeah. cool. <laughs> it's, it's a really cool hotel. Yeah. And we rocked up and oh, our luggage had got lost. It was yeah. snowing, rah, rah. It was one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> and we rolled up quite late. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, late for us, but late in New York. Yours just doesn't taste, yeah. <laughs> so I think we got there at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and they gave us a free upgrade. Like we were the guests of the That's month so or cool. whatever. But then we had to be up at seven in the morning to go meet someone and yeah. we're only staying one night. So we didn't really even get to oh, enjoy no. it. Like it was like, Oh, cool room. Let's go eat. Yep. Cool. Pass go to out. Bed. Yeah. We're all gone again, but it was, it was a really cool hotel. Yeah. A really cool rooftop bar and everything. That'd be, oh, that'd be so cool to be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I found, yeah, like, I think I was older, but like Chuck Bass is like actually British. So I really like that. Cause I really like the British accent, but I thought it was like just the whole thing made it really oh, cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's but, yeah. A, show gold um i uh white gold or white something gold. Yeah, yeah yeah i haven't seen that yet but yeah my parents always liked um like my dad like just kind of like the british side of the humor sort of thing so like i wasn't really allowed to watch it until i got older but you know like in betweeners and then like misfits i don't know if you've seen that but like that sort of thing and then there's like peep show which is with like some of them the british comedians or like yeah. the drier so that's where i grew up on that with dad's side of yeah, know, I guess. So yeah, I'm gonna take it back further. Faulty Towers. I watched a little bit of that. Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, and <laughs> I did like. There's one line from that I remember. It's just like, it's not even funny, but it was like there's just like this Basil and the Ratatouille line, yeah. and it just like just stuck with me for life. So every time someone said Ratatouille, I'd be like, you put Basil in the Ratatouille. It's like put Basil in the Ratatouille. Yeah. So, yeah. It so is funny. Yeah. No more. He passed away last, yeah. last year. Or the year yeah, yeah, yeah. But John Cleese is still kicking around, which is good. Yeah, he's still <laughs> he's sad, running yeah. and all sorts of yeah. Life. I actually watched. What did I start watching the other day? Um, not Life of Brian. Was it Life of Brian? <gasps> One of them wasn't Life of Brian, but it was on Netflix, and I started watching it, and it was it's still funny, which is like great. It's like with the when he like fights the guy with the and he cuts all his arm, he's like, I cut your arm oh, off. Oh, the Holy Grail. Yeah, the whole yeah, yeah the Holy yeah, Grail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's like, he's cut my arm. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. I've lost an arm. No, I haven't. Yeah. I've yeah. got so much more respect for you right <laughs> yeah, now than I, I have ever had in the past. I love that you're all over yeah. this. 
You've got to watch the entire Faulty Tower yeah, series. Yeah, got to get got to get into it. I just need to, yeah, actually should watch. That. Although on Netflix at the moment, I started getting into Grand Design, so like I watched oh. all of that. It's, it sounds really like one of the British girls. She's in my French team, and she was like, "Oh, I'm really into Grand Designs," and we're it's really nice. And she was like, "Before the race," and I was like, "I'm not watching Grand Designs. That's ridiculous." We started watching it, and they were like. Like found out we were about a little bit late. Like, oh my god, we're gonna like our team's waiting. Like, oh, I got too into grand design. So wow, I was watching that on Netflix now. I'm watching like this prison lockup show. It's called like Lock Up or something. There's like five series of it. Love it. Is that but, based on true stories? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It's really good. I think I'd like that. Yeah, and there's it's an American one, which usually I prefer like the British yeah. ones. They just narrate it better, I find. But yeah, yeah. so it's really good actually. And then there's just some of the people's stories and just some of the stuff they say. They're like, it's not my fault, and it's like it is, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. did you get into Orange is the New Black? I did actually. I liked the first two first two seasons. Yeah. I think the last one I didn't like as much. For some reason I think it just it annoyed me for some reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I kind of yeah. got out of it, but yeah. What else so watching? Um I didn't watch I was got into Game of Thrones, obviously, like everybody was, but I missed I've like all the middle Oh really? Never. Well you can watch like the first two seasons were great, then there was like these whole middle seasons where I just skipped because it just took too long. And then I got back <laughs> into the last one and I was actually watching it when I was in the UK, so it was like kind of not live, but I don't know what the <laughs> word is, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that was actually the last season was good. But yeah. same as like I got really into breaking bad and all that. But yeah, I should get back into watching more like faulty towers and all the john cleese stuff on netflix so netflix's life yeah yeah Uh, ricky gervais yes um i watched that humanity one was really fun i really like that he did extras because i had never saw that before and then i like watched it and it was like fantastic and then obviously the office the um uk version is really good have you seen peep show it's with like um i've heard of it but it's actually really it's kind of it's like kind of almost like the extras like it's a little bit dry like kind of cringy almost watching it but it's like the first couple of them aren't the first early seasons it the camera works really difficult to get behind because it's like old kind of yeah, like yeah. it's just like kind of watching it like this is so badly filmed yeah but then you get really into it and i like absolutely loved it it's really good all right yeah. i'll check it out yeah it's with um robert webb and david mitchell and they do like a lot of the comedian panel shows like they're like oh, nine out of yeah. ten cats and all that and it's actually really funny but yeah, it's like right. yeah some of it you're just watching like oh just cringing you're just looking at it like i can't watch this oh uh, yeah it's right. good i'll have to check it out yeah because like, i do love some british humor yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. show is good. Yeah, it took me a co- like probably a couple episodes to get into it, but like you know, like some of like extras of Ricky Gervais. It, like took me a couple episodes to get into that, and then after that, it was great. So. Oh, I've rewatched yeah. that. So yeah, many times. <laughs> I just love how much he takes the piss yeah. out of. Well, takes the piss out of the actors. Yeah, but the actors are taking the piss out of themselves so um, much. There was like that. Oh, what was it? The Morgan Freeman one, or one of them came in, but it wasn't Morgan Freeman. Who was it? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Then one of yeah. the the other woman that was this thing was like, it was really funny. You just watching it like, oh no. <laughs> I love the one with um Kate. Um, um shit. In it was Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah um. Ah, uh, no. Wow, I can blame the fetus. I don't know what. I can blame girl. my age. I don't know. <laughs> Winslet. Yeah, 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 that's it. Kate yeah. Winslet. Yeah, and they're like on the phone, the sex oh talk on the phone, God. yeah. But then she gets busted and she hangs up the phone yeah. while she's rubbing her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that she just still <laughs> pretends to hang up the phone. Yeah. So much. Oh, man, so good. Um, oh, that was a good tangent. Um. <laughs> Do you, do you watch TV shows like when you're on the wind trainer and stuff? Like when do you find time? Yeah, so, well, 
like when I'm going in with like between sessions and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, mostly yeah. I like sneak it in then or at night, like after sessions are finished or yeah. like, especially when it was really hot, like we'd finish swimming at like, you know, midday and then I wouldn't want to run till seven. So I had a big chunk of time yeah, okay. where I was like there, yeah. but I see as when daylight savings hit, I was like, oh, I probably should run a bit before it gets dark. <laughs> yeah. <it's all> right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's good. So yeah. like, I think previously we used to do, um, longer rides in the afternoon or whatever so then I wouldn't have as much time in the afternoon but now with Danielle it's switched so yeah some of my long rides are in the morning and then I just have like my run or the easier session in the afternoon so I have a bit more ch- the afternoon's a little bit more chill which is nice yeah and then Friday's is recovery day which I'm pumped oh, about perfect. Yeah, so I just had a swim this morning which is lovely and I saw Annabelle Luxford there which is nice oh so, cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one yeah well, there's not too many pro or elite women no in Melbourne not at the like you see like people on beach road there's a lot of like really good cyclists i did the um st kilda crits yeah and just getting like i did a grade women because i've never like all the um obviously cycle clubs have all like the different grades but there's never really been enough that there's women can be separated into like a b c and d and then did a grade crit and some of the girls in there are just like crazy strong oh yeah it's really good for me and especially like they obviously they're cyclists so they just all so left hand turns in south in them yep. where it was but it was really cool just like watching how they take the lines how aggressive they are and then they have marshals so the some of the elite men will join on the back and just oh, yes. marshal which yep. is really good and yep. some of them took the time out and they're like you don't have to like you can pedal through this corner so like just uh, like just yeah, yeah just different things which you know but you don't really know the course and they're just kind of you have to push it a little bit to keep up with these girls and then That's especially cool. if I was on the front I'm like I really don't want to screw this up with all these girls yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. like I better go through this fast I don't want to break because there's people behind so like we go into the corner like oh god I hope this has stays yeah, yeah. it was really, like really good for me like the first week I did it I was really nervous I was like more nervous for the crit than I was for a triathlon but yeah it was really good like really good Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to do a crit. Yeah. When I come back, I reckon I'll do do it for a bit of fun. They're good. They are like... I think what was the women's on? It was like maybe 45 minutes plus three laps or something. And then... um, I was really thinking about it and I kind of attacked. I looked down, it was like 20 minutes in and I was like, oh, this is a terrible idea. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to go back to the back, don't worry about it. That's a... um, because I've got like, quite a few cyclist mates, yeah. they always take the piss out of triathletes yeah. who are just like starting to do their first yeah. few crits. And yeah. like, you can pick them <laughs> a mile yeah. away. Yeah. So go off the front, time trialing, and forget Yeah, you're <laughs> meant to be, you know, you're meant to be yeah. working with each other and doing some stuff. And they were trying to convince me to do some road cycling with This is back when I was fit to do some road cycling with them so that I would just sit on the front, front yeah. and time trial them all the way, and then they could attack them. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I will be your domestic. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm not too sure I want to play that game. No. <laughs> domestic looks like the hardest role. You just have to do like totally. all the work. She's like, oh. And none so of the hard. glory. Yep. Even like if you're a lead out man for the cycling, yeah. at least you get like some of the glory. Yeah, yeah. But like domestic, you're like, oh, you're just leading for however many K, like 200K. And then it's like, all right, see ya. Oh, yeah. Finish 100th now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks so hard. Yeah. Have you done much travel with triathlon and stuff like well, tri- I, know, I know that you go to uh europe victoria <laughs> yeah. the big place yeah um, no i was gonna say Girona, but that's kind of a newish yeah. kind of thing yeah. for you, but it was victoria mm-hmm. before then yep but do you feel like it the sport's taking you all yeah the go? yeah we get to see so many places like i actually a couple of years ago which i bought like a map and i want to do like the pins so you yeah. get to see where you get to go which would be really cool yeah. um so a lot like a lot of places i always find like sometimes the bigger cities aren't as cool as 
the little places, like some of my favorite places. Like it's like this place in Germany. It's like two big. It's like a little bit, it's a bit south of Stuttgart, and it's just this river through the town which we swim in, and just the whole place. It's tiny, but it's just old and it's just really cool. Yeah. And then obviously like some of the big places like Stockholm are really cool. But I raced in Paris for my French team, and it like got really excited to go but it's got really sick from we had to swim in the Seine which oh. was not, not nice it was just it was a little bit of a letdown to be yeah, honest yeah. it was like oh I was expecting something really cool and it just yeah yeah you get to see so many places that you just never yeah. never see and like the different sides of it like when we're in um, Spain doing the Basque races and did some of like the local races through these tiny little towns it's just like old school with like all the cobbled streets and, like the stone buildings and everything and then the locals just like line the streets and they're just like cheering and it's really really cool yeah. just something you'd never experience and then you get to go to places like San Sebastian which is like obviously a bit more like touristy and local and you get to see some like normal places but yeah I think just the cool stuff that you'd never never experience and like some of my yeah. friends who've been on like gap years they never got to see that side of things. So, yeah, right. Yeah, it's really cool. I really like it. What do you reckon is one of the biggest lessons you've learned from travel that's, like, non-triathlon related? <laughs> Probably don't stress when traveling. That was the yeah. biggest thing when I first learned is, like, things always go wrong in travel. And it's just, like, you just got to deal with it then, like, you know, missing flights or getting delayed. And it's, like, get there, find out where your bags are, and then find somewhere to sleep. That's, like, the yeah. biggest thing that I've learned is just got to chill out. Yeah. a bit with it because like yeah and sometimes especially when we're in Victoria and I had to catch the bus from Bilbao airport to Victoria um some of the airlines wouldn't bring my bike bag so I'd have to wait for it but they deliver it to Victoria and because I had to catch the bus I was like fantastic yeah, yeah. you can deliver my bike and they usually like people the airlines and all their places are like oh yeah you can come get your bike I'm like no here's the address you can deliver my bag yeah, right. so that like it kind of learn to take advantage of those little things which are really annoying and if, you, if you're not going to race it's fine it's a little more stressful when yeah. they don't know where your bike is and you're like well I need to race in a day so if you could find that that'd be great yeah yeah. but yeah some of the places it's just like just roll with it and just hope really yeah. I reckon <laughs> yeah. we travel um because I love travel as well yeah like at the time it can be quite stressful yeah. when stuff goes wrong yeah. but it makes for the best stories yeah. <laughs> later stories but also it just builds character yeah like you just learn so much about what you're capable of yeah going through some shitty situation not that it's life-threatening yeah anything, but just some stuff yeah yeah like i think just the biggest yeah just trying to like people are willing to help if you try and remain calm yeah which is the worst sometimes actually melbourne airport is really bad for getting your bags out sometimes like i find sometimes in melbourne i'm waiting for like two hours like i waited for like an hour for my bike bag on so i was like is it arrived like yeah yeah it's just coming I was like oh please just yeah. I want to go home now I think it's almost worse coming back because you're, you're so, so close, close to your own bed just give me my stuff yeah but yeah I mean like probably the scariest situation the only time it's been kind of scary is like one of my planes got delayed and I had to stay in Paris overnight and Charles de Gaulle airport I hate that airport it's, it's like horrible. horrible and it doesn't make sense they're like okay this bus goes from like term goes terminal a b c d you're like okay and it goes like a d c f and you're like I need to go to B. Like, why are you not going to B straight after A? And it was like midnight. And I was just like, it was my second year of season. It was just terrifying because it was like, because my plane had been delayed and I was trying to find the airport hotel. And it's supposed to be there at like eight o'clock with heaps of time. And then the bus driver was like, don't worry, just stay on the bus. I'll get you to, you just got to go through these stops. Cause I was like, what do you mean? Like 18, like middle of Paris or Paris yeah. airport. But yeah. just be like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, like you just kind of, 
I got there obviously fine in the end, but like it was really scary for me because then I ended up being the only one on the bus. Like I really hope this bus driver's nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it it was more than fine. It's just trying not to panic really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Most of the time it's fine. It's just sometimes travel's the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, it's but, just yeah. one of those things. Just so many cope. people say you live you're living the dream. Yeah, it's yeah. not close. Yeah, getting there is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visas and everything like that, but yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you got – well, it's a bit different for you guys as well, isn't it, when yeah. you have to have different visas because essentially you're working. Yeah. Well, a stress recent one was with um trying to go to China and then trying to get the visa. Normally they're really good about it, but we didn't hear back from the race organizers for like a month. And it was like oh. trying to email constantly, like, can you guys send the invitation letter? Like we can't go apply for the visa until we get the letter. And this is like only about two weeks ago it got sorted and I leave in like four days. Yeah, right. And so I picked up my visa like two days ago and it was just like – it should be fine, but I booked all my flights, booked all accommodation, booked everything. It was like, if this trend, like if we don't get this visa, then I can't go over. Yeah. So it was like, could be in a bit of trouble here, but it worked out fine. It was just one of those things and you're not hearing back from people. You're like, yeah. please just reply. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a simple thing. Yeah. yeah. When you have to rely on other people sometimes, yeah. it can be it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the Chinese visa took like four days or something like that. It was really easy. So yeah, yeah right. Now I'm like, oh, not even a problem, but about two weeks ago, I was like, this is a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. My parents went from, because my whole family's still in Tassie. Yeah. They flew um, from, well, it would have been Hobart to probably Melbourne or Sydney yeah. and then to China. And because they booked it all online, they didn't realise they needed a visa to get oh, into China. Okay. Yeah. But apparently um, when you went into the, the airport, they yeah. should have said, do you have a visa? Yeah. And if they didn't, they should have been turned around then. But they got all the way to China, got put in the Chinese airport oh, no. prison. That right. sounds a lot worse. Yeah. But, and then I think spent three hours in China airport, straight on the next plane, back home. Oh, yeah, no. All that way. Oh, that's yeah. rough. Yeah. Oh, that really up. sucks. Yeah. So much sure, as you're yeah. after that. But Probably yeah. not go back to China. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that flight with your husband on the way. Like, oh, you'd be so annoyed. It was. <laughs> I think, like, it just seems like something, like, when you've travelled a lot, it's like, you know, you're looking at your visas, but, like, yeah. when you don't really think about it, you're like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. But I nearly got caught out going to the US because I had a round-the-world ticket. I had a ridiculous stress fracture in, like, 2014, and um, Worlds that year was in, I think it was in Edmonton in Canada, and, like, yeah. it was, like, pretty much had made the team, like, blah, 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 but I'd booked the round-the-world ticket, so I had to go, then, obviously, I had to go home because I was injured, but I still had to go Spain, the US, and Australia, and I didn't uh... buy a, or didn't organise a visa for the US because I was like, I don't Ugh. need one, and then I got to the airport you're like you can't get on the plane because you don't have a visa for the airport and I was like no no I'm just going to LA for like five hours like in the LA airport they're like no you need a visa like you need an ESTA visa to be in the US and I was like what (laughs) unfortunately someone else some other like another woman like another Spanish woman had her laptop there but was there at like five o'clock in the morning and there was one of the other kiosk was open but she wouldn't let me use her computer but this other woman who needed this visa and we were like delayed for this plane. They weren't going to put my like bags through unless we got it. And she let me use her computer to like book these things. It timed out halfway through. She didn't get like 15 minutes of free Wi-Fi, and it timed out halfway through oh, my no. thing. So she paid for more Wi-Fi so I could get my visa, and it went through. And then they like let me through. And I'm trying to get through because I'm in a boot, like trying to with crutches, trying to get oh, through no. fast. It was horrendous. And then got there, and obviously it like the Esther one, especially when you're only there for a little bit, it was fine. So yeah. it only took like 10 minutes to process, but it was just like. Not even leaving the airport. <laughs> like, oh, it's ridiculous. God. But yeah, and then I guess when you get to LA, you had to like 
grab your bags and go and you could easily just walk out the door so I get why they did it yeah, but yeah. it was just like please I'm there for like five hours I'm not even gonna leave the airport like I promise just I won't run away room. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll actually just lay down yeah <laughs> but yeah oh, that God. was yeah that was not fun all the joys of it yep that Good was times. a lesson yeah far out yeah. if um if in 20 years um say you were a triathlete what do you reckon you would have done I don't know I wasn't a triathlete probably just normal <laughs> yeah. or what do you reckon would be your dream job what do you reckon you'd be suited to outside of being an elite athlete I reckon it'd still have to be pretty active like now I can't imagine doing anything other than I kind of want to be like a dentist I think that'd be actually really interesting and it sounds weird or like north I've had because I like had braces when I was younger and then at the moment I've got Invisalign in just because like oh. my teeth they I had um metal wire put on the back of my teeth but unfortunately like it came off so my teeth moved so I just wanted to re-fix it up and I spent all that time in braces I was like I'm not having my teeth go back to what they were yeah, so yeah. I've got Invisalign at the moment I just find it really interesting I think it'd be very difficult it's a lot of work but I think it'd just be something different but <laughs> yeah, made, I'm not yeah. sure anyone's ever actually said I want to be a dentist <laughs> well, see, come question. back to me in like next year I'd be like no something else or growing up I wanted to be a vet for the longest time yeah but um I think yeah like the last two years of school I was like actually no <laughs> I don't know I wanted to be a vet when I was yeah, young as well cool. until I realized that you have to be really hard yeah yeah <laughs> well mine was more that if they were sick and I couldn't help the animals. Yeah, oh, that'd be hard. Yeah. 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 My dad, I told my dad I wanted to be like dead. So he's like, yeah, but then you have to like see people with like really bad mouths. I'm like, well, maybe I should go orthodontist because then like most of the time they might have like bad teeth, but like their mouth shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> they just should be cosmetic. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Like probably like in a couple months that idea will change. But yeah, yeah at the moment just... I don't know, something, probably something, it'd have to be, sounds like after saying dentist, but it'd have to be reasonably active. I just can't see myself going into a full-on office job anymore. I just don't think I could do it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I did yeah. it for a couple of years in Couldn't office. Do it, yeah. I didn't Couldn't last. handle it. Yeah. yeah. I think it was more just the office politics that I could yeah. cope with more so than anything else. Because yeah. I spend a bit of time in front of a computer now. Yeah. <laughs> but I obviously move around mm. and do a whole bunch of things. But, yeah, working in a big office environment. I'm not a massive fan of being told what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was destined to be my own boss. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm, I'm kind of used to being told what to do, being coached for well, so yeah, long. True. It's kind of like yeah. a... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Fine, but yeah. Yeah. You just feel cooped up all the time yeah <laughs> it's kind of not I think that's the thing that like I'd like something that changes or there'd be something new every day so I, like I guess even with like you know relatively all along the same path but at least there's a new challenge or new variation each yeah. time I guess so yeah yeah I just I think I'd struggle being repetitive which is something, yeah, I struggle you need something with. You yeah. Can grow with. yeah yeah interesting we'll see <laughs> oh who knows there's plenty of time to think yeah, about exactly. that as well after you've done iron distance yeah, racing yeah. And, yeah. isn't it weird how people just assume that go. once you're done with say sprint or yeah. distance that the next step is to go yeah. longer i think just... yeah even when growing up everybody was like iron man was obviously like the thing yeah. and i remember being younger just being like i just don't think i could handle it. it's just not we never know in a couple of years, but it's just yeah. not me. It's not the type of athlete I think I am. Just, yeah, yeah I, I, I have like full respect for the amount of time, like especially like Ironman, especially the guys that work like full time and then training for Ironman. Yeah. Like I don't know how they have the time. It'd just be so mentally, you have to be so mentally tough for that. So yeah, yeah I mean, it would be something really cool to like, you know, tick off the bucket list, but yeah, I think it'd just be yeah very hard. It's just not, I just 
not me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but and we'll see. That's fair. Yeah. I just, I think we need to, as a sport, need to get out of our heads. Yeah. <laughs> the next step is to go longer and longer. Yeah. Longer. I just don't think that's. Yeah, and I think like people almost specializing, like almost some of the younger, there's more younger people, I guess, being in Ironman. That was always, I think for me growing yeah. up, it was like you do the young, when you're young, you do ITU and then you move into long course. But yeah. now some of the guys, like even like someone like Ellie Soldhouse moving into 70.3. Now she's my age yeah. and just like killing it at so young. And I think yeah. that's really cool like she's found her niche I guess to go yeah. early and like yeah she didn't wait to like string out ITU and then like dominate long course yeah. she was like this is what I'm good at and just be really good at it from a young age which I think is cool yeah and I but yeah. I love that even with doing the halves it's yeah. not about doing the halves to then step up yeah. to the full like she yeah. might do the full one yeah <laughs> but she's a half distance yeah. specialist and now. it's really good at it yeah, yeah she's killing it yeah and, well, that's what's, I think, exciting about the sport at the moment yeah. is that the half is becoming a new, yeah. faster and, yeah, it's yeah. Not, you don't just do a half. Well, it's not just half of an iron Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a it's a whole, whole new, yeah. Itself. yeah. Yeah, and it's so, like, it is getting really fast. Like, obviously, like, Annabelle Luxford mm. did challenge Melbourne and just, like, she did ITU race, the Olympic distance, like, the week, week before, two weeks before. Yeah. But, yeah, she's just as fast. Like, it's just, yeah. you just going longer so it's just yeah, yeah. it's getting to that point where you know the itu speed is now half distance speed yeah. almost relatively but yeah. yeah i think it's really cool it's just evolving and becoming such a big thing all in its own right which is yeah. cool yeah yeah definitely so, they'll have to introduce um a distance in between, between yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the full well i'm kind of excited like with relays coming in everything's getting shorter which i would have Ooh. loved as a junior but yeah now i'm getting old but yeah. i still love the super super sprint stuff. I think that's really entertaining, really exciting, and kind of suits my strengths. Like I like really dynamic type things. I like going on off. It's just like yeah, kind of right. like track. It's just what I'm best at. Yeah. So I like I really like it being short. Yeah. Some of that stuff, being able to play around with that, which would be really cool. Yeah. So even like check news sprint distance on the Saturday, and then super sprint on the Sunday. So kind of oh. looking forward to that. Like I think it's going to hurt a lot, but it's something different, something cool. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the sprint, uh, the sprint, the relay was yeah. awesome to watch. At the it's Com really, games. yeah, it's really like it's so dynamic. Like it'd be even cool. Like obviously, there's not as many teams in the Com Games, and so they came down to like a couple. Yeah. But even like the third between like New Zealand and Canada was really cool to watch. And then yeah. obviously, like when they go like Hamburg and stuff, there's so many like ever like oh. the French, the Europeans, like the yeah. US just coming in. And it's just yeah, always just changing. Like you never really know. Like someone could lead the whole way and then the last leg. Like obviously, like Australia, yeah. And Hamburg just came out and won it, which was like really cool to see them do so well. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hamburg was the me. first time I watched the relay a, mm. a few years ago, and it was yeah, really awesome. cool. Yeah, <laughs> and because the changeover, they had to run down like a yeah. plank and then jump into yeah. the water. Like the air that they would get. <laughs> That'd was be cool. Awesome. <laughs> it's all about. I it. just remember watching the um think it was the Japanese team practicing running down yeah. and diving in and they're doing really well in practice oh, no. but when and it came race. to race day I've never seen so many bombs oh. in a race but it just I actually got a photo yeah <laughs> and I was just like oh my god it's, it's kind just, of yeah well I think I've never done the full run-up but like I've been a couple of races and uh, like Chengdu and China will be the same you kind of come out and then you, you sort of run over like you must come out one side of the pontoon and then jump over the other. Yeah. And I was just off the front pack in the race I did, the World Cup in Chengdu a couple of years ago. And I accidentally timed the dive perfectly and my like edge of my foot just curled over the edge and oh. just launched me. And I've just gone straight into the back of the front pack. I'm like, oh, well, that worked out perfectly. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'd planned it, it would have gone horribly yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But it makes it more exciting when you yeah. do stuff like that. 
going so, on yeah, for sure. I like it. It's something different. Yeah, different. <laughs> yeah, different is good. And we need that in the sport exactly. for sure, I reckon. Um, we're going to have to wrap things up a little bit because I feel like I need a nap. Yeah. I've held you up for a bit. Um, but I usually like to ask, is there anything that you would like to ask me? Um, I don't know. And no, no one's like, oh, all right. Yeah. Um, anything random? I don't even know. I just, I just love to see what people come up with. It fascinates me. All I can think at the moment is pregnancy things, oh, but I think no. you're sick of talking about pregnancy. Boring. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I genuinely can't even think of anything now. I feel like a disappointment. Um, it's massive disappointment. Yeah. I'm actually not even going to publish this now. Okay. okay. Well, good. If I got off the hook then. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. You don't have to ask okay, anything. I'll, I'll skip that one. <laughs> I will judge you for it. Okay. But yeah. well, I'll bring back the listening to British comedies is uh, like – yeah. Thing, bring yeah, that me back that up time? yeah yeah we spoke about yeah. That. Oh, so well. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh man all right well I'll, i'm gonna wrap this up um what have you got on the rest of the afternoon no training no i've just swum this morning i've got like um some photo stuff i've got to do for um this like a lady is doing some ice compression sort of stuff so oh. get a photo shoot so i feel like a bit of a model so oh. yeah <laughs> I, don't how, okay. I don't know how well that's gonna go but we'll yeah. see yeah something fun i'm looking forward to it yeah, cool. Yeah, nice done. Start packing for overseas soon. Oh yeah, because you go in like four days. Yeah, Tuesday. So I'm um, like, yeah, move out Monday. So yeah. Yeah, right. Exciting. <laughs> I'll right. leave it till Sunday night and then panic a bit, but that's all right. Oh, that's right. I yeah. always panic. <laughs> I I thought that I would change and then I'd start like being a little bit more organised yeah. and pack for overseas get, adventures earlier, but yeah. I don't. I think it like, get worse because you're like, oh, I managed to do it in like half an hour last time. You're like, yeah, exactly. oh, I'll cut it down to twenty minutes. It's fine. Work better under pressure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because you're you more yeah. cutthroat. It's like, yeah. you're like, I don't do need that, go, don't go, need go, that. Go. <laughs> yeah. And get overseas, like, I definitely needed both those things. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just buy it when I'm over. Yeah, it's, it's fine. All <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much thank for you. coming over to my house, entertaining yeah. my dog, yeah. and some stuff. Um, he enjoyed it. Good. I love Henry. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> He's pretty handsome. Yes, he, knows he is. <laughs> yes, he does. 